edition of the UK Law Weekly podcast with me, your host, Marcus Cleaver. This week we're going to be looking at the case of The Crown on the application of Ingenious Media Holdings PLC and Commissioners for Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs. The citation for this case is 2016 UKSC 54. The starting point for this case is a tax avoidance scheme that was run by Ingenious Media Holdings. Remember, tax avoidance is the legal avoidance of tax, whereas tax evasion is illegal. Ingenious, as we'll call them, took advantage of a programme designed by HMRC to encourage investment in the British film industry. Essentially, people can set the money aside that they are investing in the film industry from their income, and so they can make a lot of money by doing this. A number of famous names and faces have taken advantage of this scheme in the past. Former England manager Sven Joran Eriksson has done so, um, Sir Alex Ferguson as well, and also the current England manager Gareth Southgate. Obviously HMRC wasn't too pleased that its scheme that was set up to help the British film industry was in actual fact just helping former footballers get more rich. HMRC have since clamped down on such schemes and are trying to get people to repay the tax that they have owed or have avoided. However, before they managed to do this, they also engaged in a media campaign to try and discourage people from investing in these schemes and to also highlight the fact that they existed. With this in mind, in June 2012, a senior official at HMRC gave an off-the-record interview to the Times newspaper about Ingenious and explained how such schemes worked and also that they cost the taxpayer more than £5 million. Ingenious, perhaps unsurprisingly, were not too happy to read about HMRC discussing their tax affairs with journalists and so they brought a judicial review case against HMRC with respect to the disclosure of information to the press. The judicial review case first went to the tax tribunal and then got appealed to the Court of Appeal, but both of these bodies found the disclosure to be not irrational on the part of HMRC as having a legitimate purpose and also as being proportional, and so Ingenious lost the case but then appealed it to the UK Supreme Court, which is where we're looking at today. The Supreme Court took a slightly different and perhaps a more broad approach to this case, Rather than seeing it narrowly as a purely judicial review case, they also saw it to involve the common law question of confidentiality. This concept of confidentiality is clearly important to any tax system, and it's important that Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs do act in a confidential manner, so there's no reason why this part of the common law shouldn't also apply to them. However, the Supreme Court did note that we have to take the law as a whole and this common law concept of confidentiality can be overridden by statute in particular circumstances. And in particular in relation to HMRC, we can look at the Commissioners for Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs Act 2005 and identify Section 18.2ai. This section overrides the common law of confidentiality for HMRC and states that a disclosure can be made for the purposes of a function of HMRC. Therefore, the question that the Supreme Court examined is how should we interpret purposes of a function of Her Majesty's Revenue and Customs, i.e. should the disclosure about this tax avoidance scheme in relation to ingenious media be considered a purpose of a function of HMRC. 
Unsurprisingly, the lawyers for HMRC wanted a very wide interpretation and argued that HMRC should be able to disclose anything in any circumstances that had anything to do with collecting revenue. It is far from surprising to hear that the Supreme Court disagreed with this approach and they essentially pointed out that this would undermine the common law of confidentiality altogether and possibly have the effect of undermining confidence in HMRC. They noted that Parliament could not have surely intended such wide powers and so the Supreme Court held that disclosure should only be allowed when it's necessary for fulfilling the primary function of HMRC. If we therefore now go all of the way back and try and apply this definition that the Supreme Court gave to the senior official from HMRC who spoke to the two journalists from the Times in June 2012, we can say with this definition in mind that the disclosure cannot be justified in these circumstances. Things like HMRC's desire to foster good relations with the media and perhaps also to publicise the revenue and customs body's own view about such tax avoidance schemes is not a sufficient justification to allow for disclosure. In other words, breaching confidentiality as part of purely a media exercise is never really going to be allowed. It's simply not sufficiently connected enough with HMRC's primary function, the collection of taxes. Overall, I think that we have to say that this is a good decision by the Supreme Court. Don't get me wrong, such tax avoidance schemes are really naughty and people shouldn't be involved with them. And it's quite right for the media to try and do their journalistic best to find out as much information, to expose famous people who are involved in such schemes, and for us all to be vigilant about people avoiding tax or not paying what they owe the country. Ultimately, this money goes into our schools, hospitals and other public services, and it's important that everybody pays their fair share. You shouldn't be able to get away with paying less money to HMRC simply because you're rich and famous enough to be able to afford an accountant who knows how to dodge the system. However, do remember that tax avoidance is a moral wrong, but not necessarily a legal wrong. And this means that HMRC themselves have to be very careful when they're attempting to oppose such schemes. Personal tax affairs are ultimately a confidential thing, and most people in this country wouldn't want their tax affairs splashed across the front page of the Times newspaper, or any newspaper for that matter, simply because HMRC have disclosed that information to try and publicise something that they are doing themselves. To have such breaches in confidentiality undermines the entire system and means that people are less likely to be open with HMRC in the future. It was reported not too long ago in the media about Google's tax affairs and how they had come to a deal with the government to back pay some of their taxes, and you can imagine that striking such a deal in the future would be difficult if Google or another multinational company didn't trust HMRC to keep their tax affairs confidential. It's certainly not for an official department of the government to name and shame various companies. Okay, in this case Ingenious Media Holdings were not exactly the nicest company around, and they were certainly not very honest, but if we breach the principle in this particular case, then it raises the question about whether HMRC would do the same thing in the future for companies that have acted in an honest and open fashion. 
Well, that's enough from me for this week. Thanks as ever to bensound.com who provide the music for this podcast. Remember to leave a rating and a review in iTunes. And I look forward to speaking to you next week. Bye. Bye.